0: Thank you, Lord. Just thank Him with me. Now listen, don't do the religious church thing where you're just sitting there, you're in a service, but you're not engaged. Don't do that. No, we, don't we owe God some thanks? Isn't He deserving of thanks? Oh my goodness. Where would you be without God? Let's just thank Him. Close your eyes, lift your hands. Lord, we just thank You today. Lord, You've done so many mighty good things. Thank you, Father. We're not turned off by the attacks of the enemy. We focus on what you've done. Lord, you've been so good. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Just praise Him in the Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, we praise you today. We worship you. Holy Spirit, we just welcome you here in this place. Welcome. We welcome you and thank you for what you're about to do today. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Father. Let that anointing go to work in great and mighty ways. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for wisdom and grace. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Sovopana Otefrono, Karabasa, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yeah, okay, Lord. Thank you, Father. Then stay. Just start receiving right now. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait till the end of the service. Just start giving him the pieces of your heart you need to give him. Just start talking to him. Just start receiving right now. Lord, I receive your help. I receive your help. Thank you, Father. Just lift your hands. Now, Lord, thank you, Father. Renew that strength. Renew that peace in his heart and that love. Oh, thank you. I want you to think right now about all the things the Lord has done for you. How good he's been to you. Even times where you and I have not done the right thing, He's been there for us. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, right now, Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your peace. Peace of God be now in Jesus' name. Just say, Lord, I receive your peace, your grace. Thank you for your help in everything. Yeah, glory to God. Strengthen them, Lord. but I'm Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Yeah, stir up that gift. Ho, ho, prene, cobrado tanodoso. Bani lo carabaya. Hoo, freaking kinine. mama corbase. Benime calana. Kani me tere kirsto. Ho, freaking kina ada kodi me. Thank you, Lord. So, brene, carabos. Hoo, ho, brene, Thank you, Lord. Father, we receive today. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. Good to see you again, man. soboromo. Can I pray for you? That'd be all right here. Father, right now, Lord, let him be strengthened with all your might as he steps into this new chapter, steps into this new place in life. Lord, let him be strengthened in Jesus' name. Let him not be held back. Let the power of an almighty and supernatural God go to work in Him and release your anointing from the top of His head to the soles of His feet. Let Him be empowered to do your work. Let Him be empowered to walk with you, never looking back setting his hand to the plow to do the work, not looking back. But no, he's fit for the kingdom of God. Sanaha, bani, I'm going to tell you right now. The Lord believes in you. The Lord believes in you and I believe in you too. In Jesus' name. Don't you let the devil... Now I'm going to tell you. Don't you let the devil try to talk you out of stuff or deceive you out of stuff. And I want you to hear something. The message I'm about to preach today, I had no idea you would be here, but you want to talk about a message that's for you. You need to grab a hold of this message and make it yours. Go back over it. Make it, Make it yours. Study it. Get it in your spirit. Man, meditate on it. Get revelation of it. The righteousness of God in Christ. That's who you are. You may have had habits in the past. You may have habits that try to come up through this flesh again. But we're not giving in to that. No, you're the righteousness of God in Christ. The spirit man, that's the real you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Ashley, will you come up here? Lord said, just help you right from the beginning. Amen. You're going to receive everything you need today. Hi, Just raise your hands. You're going to receive everything you need today. Hi, Mo. Now, I want to talk to you about this later on with Nicole and I privately. There's some things the Lord's shown me about you that'll help you out. Okay, it'll help you out. All right. There's some little things you didn't know that they were, they were not exactly right. But there's some little things, and if you'll do these things, everything will go up. Glory to God. You ready for it to go up? I believe that. Glory to God. Now you just receive right now. Just say, Lord, I'm here. I'm yours. I'm your daughter. I have an inheritance. And I receive, I receive everything you have for me this morning. In Jesus' name. Every bit of strength in the name of Jesus' Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Every bit. Just receive that right now. And as you receive the word, man, it'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to God. Glory to God. Every bit of help in the name of Jesus. Thank you father. Rabaka rabosai. Thank you father. You may be seated. Amen. Glididiki niko obana ofrade adiantos. Danason. Yeah, seal it. Seal it in Jesus name. Seal it. So oporokoromo. In Jesus name. de dikerabasti. Balamoko batamoso boso. Roma mataka raboso. I've never seen so much candy on one church pew in all my life. <laughs> Amen. Can you tell we're family? <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Father, we just praise you. <laughs> He heard me grabbing the wrappers. He went, oh, Oh, That was awesome. You know, the Lord, we've been talking for several weeks, actually several months on receiving. We've been talking about the two parts of life. And uh, he, as I'm praying over, he just won't let me off of this. In other words, I want you to hear this. God wants us to get very good at receiving. And we did the exercise the other day where I told you to give me all the breath in your lungs. And I said, keep giving, keep giving, keep giving. But you could only give so much until you stopped to receive again, right? Then you could give me some more. The issue is in our lives, uh, a lot of times the devil will turn a, try to turn a good thing into a bad thing. He'll take good that you're trying to do. And he'll turn it into bad. Do you understand there's a lot of good things that aren't God things, right? There's a lot of good things that aren't God things. When you go to 1 Corinthians 13, 3, it says this. Even if I give all my possessions to the poor. Is giving your possessions, is giving to the poor a good thing? Is is giving to the poor a good thing? Yeah, absolutely. And then it says, "Or if I give my body to be burned." In other words, what that means is you don't not stick in your hand in the fire. What it means is you work to give God every bit of your life, like you burn yourself out for God. Many ministers have burned themselves out for God. Many people in the church have burned themselves out for God. And uh, doesn't that sound like a good thing to give your whole life to God? Isn't that that's a good thing, right? That's even a godly thing. But there's a place where you say, did God tell me to do this? So, for example, when we first started the church, we were in the house for about 13 months or so, 14 months, excuse me, and uh, 14 months, and she knows the days and maybe the hours. But we were in the house when we started the church in the living room. And then we moved into a community building. We moved over in the pavilion building uh, over at the YMCA. When we moved in there, there was another another ministry that was actually doing some work out of there and they were feeding the homeless out of there. Is feeding the homeless and feeding the poor, is that a good thing? Yeah, so they said, well, you're moving into the church. You can just take over this ministry. No, 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 no. God didn't tell us to take over that ministry. God didn't tell us to do that. We had no word to do that. If we didn't have a word to go do that, would there be provision? No. Could Peter have walked on the water without a word to come? No. He walked on the word. He didn't didn't just walk on the water. He walked on the provision in the word that came out of Jesus' mouth. We had no word from God to do that. It's a good thing. I'm glad you're doing it. But the issue is we've got no anointing to do it. So we could have gone in and burnt the ministry out when it's very in its first second year, basically, when it first started, burning it out on something that was somebody else's vision, but God hadn't written that vision in our heart. So that sounds like a good thing. Sounds like God, God's people, they were like confused over that. I can't understand why you wouldn't want to do that. It's not that I don't want to do that. It's that I understand the principles that are in that Bible. If God hadn't told us to do it, we don't do it. It's that simple. He hadn't told us to do it, we don't do it. Why? Because when it comes down to it and you're in the middle of it and it's hard on your flesh, you need to have a word. <laughs> you need to have a word. You don't just go doing stuff, just cause. Well, 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 this ministry's doing it. Who cares? About that ministry, they might not have heard either, right? Who cares? We're not trying to match ministries. We're trying to be obedient. Obedience is the marker of success and how can you be obedient to something you haven't heard, right? you got to hear. You have to hear. I'm so glad you're here today. I was thinking about you all this week and I love you so very much. It's just good to see you. I mean, you've been on my heart this week and in a really, really good way. So, amen. Amen. And uh, so, one of the things that you see is that without a word, it's not God. It might be good and it might have been a word for somebody else but without a word to you, it's not God for you and you can burn yourself out. So even if I give 1 Corinthians 13, 3, if they'll put that up on the screen, uh, even if I give my body, give all my possessions to the poor or I give my body to be burned, to be burned out, but have not love. Love, Jesus says this, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. So, in other words, there's no command. You're in a you're doing something, but God never said to do it. God never said to do it. You're outside of God, who is love, and so it sounds good, but it's not God. And, and I want you to notice this at the end. What does it profit you? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. That's a promise from God. If you are not in love and not following his word, there is no profit in this world or the world to come. Nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing. So it profits me nothing. So we want to have a word. Now the problem is some people have no... They have no fellowship with God, so the last time they heard a word from God is maybe when they came to the altar to get born again. But God desires to have an intimate fellowship with us, and we've got to get to the place where we know how to hear from Him, where we can trust Him, we can trust that He's leading us, lean on His wisdom, and, and hear from Him. You know, one thing I've learned is many times I'll be sitting there doing nothing people all around me are anxious and concerned and worried and they want to do something. And I'm like at perfect peace. Like, okay. Like this moment right here. (laughs) Sometimes in a church service we just need to stop. Stop pressing an agenda. Stop pressing... An itinerary. But wait on the Lord and renew our strength. How do we renew our strength? Well, we enter into the joy of the Lord, and the joy of the Lord is found by being obedient to his word. We need to wait and stop and maybe hear from him. and Don't be so anxious and impatient. (laughs) Who's telling you you got to go do this right now? Is it fear of missing it? That's the technique of the devil, not the technique of God. No, he doesn't move you into the right thing by fearing you into that place. He'll talk to you like a good dad will. He'll talk to you. He will disclose. He said when he sends the Holy Spirit, he'll disclose all things to you. God's not holding back any good thing to those who walk. What? uprightly, uprightly, which is a great segue. Remember that, those who walk uprightly, those who walk uprightly. So when we walk uprightly, not only doing the right thing, but we walk in our righteousness, in our righteousness, then we'll step into the place where God can talk to us, he can get to us what we need. We've got to learn how to Relax. Even in the midst of the valley of the shadow of death, if we're in him, we're in him. If we're in him, we're in him. If we're in him, we're in him. I want you to see something, Uh, Mark and Chris. Will y'all come here and tell me your first name again? Marcus, that works. Marcus, Mark, Marcus. All right, now y'all hold a hand and make a circle, but do it around me. Let's say these three guys make up the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost bound. By Jesus. I can be, now look, I can be right in the middle of the valley of the shadow of death. Do I care? (laughs) I'm in Him. And so, as the Lord leads us and He tells us to go somewhere, I don't care. We just, you know, God might say, stop right here, valley of the shadow of death. I don't care. I got the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost all around me. I might just (laughs) go on a sightseeing tour. Like, look at that. Man, look, people are really scared of that. I don't have to be scared. I'm in Him. I'm in him. I'm in him. Everybody else is like, God, ah, get me out of here. And what they do is they break out of God and over here, and all of a sudden they get out from their protection, and they get skewered. They get skewered. Don't that, good good thing to tweet, don't get skewered. <laughs> Stay in him. Hashtag don't get skewered. Stay in him. Stay in Him. You don't have to run. You don't have to run. Just stay in Him. Just stay in Him. In fellowship with Him. Oh, glory to God. It doesn't mean be stupid. Because some people, some people will be like, well, I just do whatever I want to. No, you do whatever you want to, you're going to get out of Him. Staying in Him means when the sun goes, hey, let's go over here. Then, then you go with them. You stay in him. He says, okay, stop right there. Oh, okay, good, amen, glory to God. <laughs> well, every, and people, they'll fear. See, most people are not looking at the spiritual surroundings. They're looking at their physical surroundings, and that means more to them than this. But if we stay in him, what do we have to fear? No, if God's for us, who's against us? And if we're in Him where He's for us, He's given us the place to be in Him all the time, always, and we're in Him, what do we have to fear and what can touch us? Nothing. All I got to do is listen and be obedient. I can't be making up stuff because there's somebody over here shouting, It's the valley of the shadow of death. If we don't get out of here, there's going to be an apocalypse coming. And we go, Ah, let me run. And we get out of Him. Well, God gave us a brain to use it. Yeah, to read that Bible and do what it says and stay in Him. If the Lord whispers in my ear, that still small voice says, okay, to go, then we go. Then we go. But if He doesn't do that, then I just sit. I don't have to. I'm not responsible for a thing. I just sit in Him. But see, The issue is, here's the real issue. Thank you, fellas. Here's the real issue. Most people do not have a fellowship with God on the level that they trust. And it's not that they don't trust God, it's that they don't trust themselves. They don't trust themselves in that fellowship. But didn't, I want you to ask something. When God designs a system, right? When God designs a system, is it pretty good Is it pretty good? I mean, you reckon God can design a system? And when He says that we can live in Him, hear from Him, and be blessed in Him, regardless of what you're bringing to the table, He's got a way to work that out. Why should we fear what we're bringing to the table? Why is it that fear of our own lack should get us out of him. Why is it that our inadequacy in the flesh man should get us out of him? As soon as we begin to worry, as soon as we begin begin to get anxious, as soon as we begin, begin to fear, out of him. That's dangerous. Well, I just don't, I know God's good, but I'm not sure I can hear him. He made you a promise you can hear him. Just... By faith, uh, he told me it'll be all right, it'll be all right now. Don't be belligerent towards the system, you know. Don't be like, Well, I can just go do whatever I want, and he'll be with me. And I just not even trying to hear from God. It, we, I'll say it quite often make sure you always keep your spiritual ears open. Make sure that you never are hard hearted, or it's got to be this way. But always keep your spiritual ears open for instruction, correction. And redirection. Instruction, correction, and redirection. Because if you close your ears, you know, sometimes the Lord will lead you to a place and He's giving you a direction. He's not giving you the end goal, kind of like what He did with Abraham. Go to a place that I will show you. In other words, there's more stuff coming up. There's more direction. There's correction coming up. There's redirection coming up as you go to this place. So we don't get in front of God... I always think about like a spaghetti noodle. Like if you got a a, a good cooked spaghetti noodle and you stretched it out on a uh, table and you grabbed the back of it and you tried to tried to tried to push it, right? That's not going to go well. Like that's what it is when we start trying to figure stuff out on our own. Like it just crumples up into a ball and yuck. But if you'll grab the front of it and let the Lord lead you and stay in Him, it'll just follow the Lord's path wherever it goes. But if you try to figure out the Lord's path, it's like, it's just never going to get there right. I'm not, I know that might not be the best analogy, but you get the point, and you'll remember it. Like, let, just let the Lord guide you. Remember, 2 Corinthians 2.14, let's put that up. I feel like we haven't heard this verse enough. Second 2 Corinthians 2.14, but thanks... Be unto God who always leads us in Christ. Not who always pushes us in Christ, but who leads us. I'll lead you, take me by the hand. we got to take Christ by the hand. That means we stay in Him. We're not out there trying to tell Christ where to go. We're taking Him by the hand and letting Him lead us. You see, we're letting him lead us. So God has a fellowship inside of Him. In Him, we live and move and have our being. We can sit there. We can try to. We can try to figure everything out. I've I probably heard it five, six times this week. People that are trying to figure things out, like they, they're, they're somehow in a valley of the shadow of death, and maybe, maybe it's you know just a a, a glimpse of the shadow. So it's not like. Fully evil, but they know they need to make some decisions. And so, because they're there, their brain goes to work in logic, not in leading of the spirit. And all of a sudden, their brain's trying to figure out what to do next. That's not where your answer comes from. That's not where your answer comes from. Your answer doesn't come from your brain. The children of God are led by the Spirit of God in Romans chapter 8. The children of God are led by the Spirit of God. Are you the children of God? Have you been born again? Are you in the family of God? Have you accepted Jesus as your Savior? Then you're a child with an inheritance and part of that inheritance is the ability to hear from Him. So if you don't know, if you don't know that you know that you know the answer... And you don't know that you have peace in, in your heart. Colossians 3.15, let the peace of God rule in your heart. If you don't know that you have that answer, then you don't know. One time I was talking to Pastor Gene, my pastor. And uh, I was talking to him and I said, I, I'm, trying to be dis- I'm trying to discern from God and I, I'm about 50%. I'm not 50%, I think it's God. 50%, you know, I don't know if it's God And uh, he said, if you don't know that you know that it's God, you had not heard from him. Pretty point blank absolute statement. If you don't know that you know, you had not heard from him. Now, the issue is he can be starting the process and you're trying to discern that. But what Pastor Gene was saying is, don't go moving on something that you hadn't gotten to 100% on. Don't go moving on something that you haven't gotten 100% on. I know God said that. I know that I know that God said this. Now, pride will say God says a lot of things. That's tripped up a lot of church people. Pride will say, no, I know God said this, but they never got confirmation of it. They were biased in their approach to God, and they just heard they just heard their flesh. If you go into Matthew 16, it's one of the most interesting uh, things. In Matthew 16, Jesus says, who do you say that I am? And... Uh, They say, well, everybody says this about you, that that, uh, you're the Messiah. And then they say you're a prophet. They say this. He says, who do you say that I am? And then Peter, out of his spirit man, says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Now, this is the apostle who would become the apostle Peter, right? He wrote a book had the revival in Acts chapter 2, you know, stood up, preached all of Jerusalem. You know, that's pretty good. I've never preached a message where 3,000 people got born again just in one day. That was the Apostle Peter that did that. He's the one who caught all the fish in the net and, had, you know, blessed his partners and jumped in the water and walked on the water. And he's also the one who denied Jesus, so he had some issues. And... uh you know, just like, you know, I know y'all y'all got born again. Y'all were perfect since that day. You've never missed it. And I'm so blessed to pastor you. I don't even know why God told me to pastor you. But if you ever do find yourself around somebody that might have missed it, hopefully you'll have some mercy on them. But it's, I know that y'all never missed it, but Peter missed it too. But here he goes, he says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Peter goes, blessed are you, Simon. Barjola, you know, you know, right there, Peter was like, yeah. Thank you, thank you. I am blessed and highly favored. <laughs> and and so he says, Blessed are you? And 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 Peter goes, Yeah. And um, he says, because God's revealed this to you. So what does that mean? Now God spoke to his spirit. God spoke to his spirit. He heard the voice of God in his spirit. Now, you just go a couple of verses later. <laughs> just a couple of verses later, and all of a sudden, Jesus says, and I'm going to go up to Jerusalem, and I'm going to give my life. And Peter goes, no, don't go up to Jerusalem. God forbid you go up to Jeru- Jerusalem and die. And then Jesus goes, get behind me, devil. Now how is it that this man, the apostle, the person who would become the apostle Peter, how is it that this man was so blessed in one set of verses and just a couple of verses later he's being called the devil? Get behind me devil. Now I want you to see this because Jesus wasn't talking to Peter. He was talking to the voice that talked to Peter. And Peter thought, now I want you to see this, is inside of Peter... As much as he did know, he wasn't at the place where he could discern the two voices. He's basically, I heard a voice that said, you're the Christ. I also heard a voice that said, don't go to Jerusalem. And he didn't discern between the two. He spoke them just like God said both of them. Because he wasn't as mature as what he thought he was. So the problem, I've watched this through it and I've done it too. I can't tell you how many times I've done it and I I didn't like doing it which is why I started, I wanted to grow in it. I wanted to grow in how to be led by God and not get off track and not waste time. Not go to a place where there was no prophet because I didn't hear from him. Think about this, forget about the prophet to myself. What about the prophet to the kingdom of God and to God? If I'm obedient, I'm advancing his plan. Not just mine, his. And if I'm not obedient, then I'm not advancing what God wants to do. And if I love him and he's my Lord, I want to line up with him. I want to line up with him. And so here's Peter, and he hears two voices, and he puts them on the same category strong enough that he would speak them out loud to Jesus. So he's got to think he's here and right. But he wasn't. One he was, one he wasn't, so many Christians have they made this mistake that okay, they hear from God once and it's miraculous, and all of a sudden everything I hear is God. <laughs> I am God's anointed on the earth. I can hear from the Lord, you know. And and people think this. They think think all of a sudden, I heard from God one time. I went up and I prayed for somebody and they got healed. I have arrived. Glory to God. I I felt the Holy Ghost goosebumps during kickstart. And all of a sudden, glory to God. If I do something, it's just blessed. I think... If we could actually pull back the curtains on the Spirit and see how much was actually us and our faith and our love and, our, and, and how much was God's mercy, we would be shocked. Like, that wasn't, that wasn't the spiritual giant that we thought, thought we were. That was God being merciful. I, I, I just feel very confident in this. We're going to maybe watch the tapes you know, get the replay up in heaven. Maybe sometime we'll be like, yeesh. Oh, that was all God. I don't even know why I walked out of there with any bit of pride in my head. <laughs> that was Jesus. I remember one time I was preaching. <laughs> I was preaching uh, down in South Carolina, and I preached a series at a church. And I pre- one night on the ABCs of faith, or not faith of healing, ABCs of healing, and uh, while I prayed over somebody that was a young girl that had been having seizures, and this was, gosh, two thousand and two, something like that. We probably got people in. I know we got people in here born after this, so <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And uh, I was I was preaching for you were born. I, was, I felt old right then. um <laughs> So anyway, I'm preaching, and uh, there was a young girl that was having seizures, and when I when I prayed for her, she stopped having seizures. And I wasn't like super prideful for anything like that, but I do remember thinking, <laughs> "We've now arrived. <laughs> when I pray for people, they get healed. <laughs> Glory to God. And now, looking back on that now, <laughs> looking back on that now." I'm sitting there going, (laughs) did I even do anything in that process, Lord? Like, I I bet I barely played a part in that process. Like, I, I read some scriptures that might have been the only part of that I got right. Just when I read the scriptures, that was it. Why? Now, why do I say that? I probably got, honestly, I probably got more right than that. But the issue is, I don't think we actually know how low... And below par, we've been, you know, as the church across the world. Because you think about it. Just think about this thought right here. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, and in the Lord's Prayer. Father, your will be done. This is Jesus telling us how to pray in faith. He says, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. Now I want you to think, does earth look like heaven? Does it even look close? Then how much have we brought about? And think about it this way. How much more is left to turn? Then that means whose responsibility is it? And how much more is left for us to grab a hold of and by faith uh, turn the lack and the curse? How, how far do we have to go? Well, we've got some ways, right? Now the Lord's working on that quick and He's bringing us up to speed fast and you guys are above the curve, but the issue is when we get over into pride, we miss it. And we need to just look at every good and perfect gift came from the Lord. Many I have a habit of saying, if you say, hey, thank you, pastor, thank you for doing that, I'll, I'll generally say, and many of you know it, God is so good. God is so good. I'll say, you're, you're so welcome. God is so good. Now, why am I saying that? Because I didn't do something right? No, I, I could have done something right. But the issue is, how did I do it right? I had to be empowered by him to do it. Like, and even if I was empowered by him and I did it right because I was empowered by him, who gave me the ability to see right from wrong? Who gave me the will to go after what's right? You see, who, all of it, every good and perfect gift comes from Him. And so one of the things we need to do is just like, you know, I'm sure Peter got an awakening here. Now, all of a sudden one of the things we need to do is just back off of the pride, stay in Him and just follow the Word of God. Follow His Word follow His will, and don't think that we did it on our own and of our own accord, but God is so good, lets us get to participate with Him, hear from Him. He shares stuff with us, and we get to be a part of it. Glory to God. What an opportunity and what a blessing to be that and to be in His kingdom. What an opportunity and a blessing. That He let me put my hand on somebody and participate in them getting healed. What a blessing. What a blessing. God is so good. He's so good. He, The creator of the universe picked me for his team. Think about that. You know, think back kickball days in school. Dodgeball when school used to be real school. And we didn't get all politically correct playing with parachutes. That's like the big joy now. We played with a parachute. I know people love them. I know. We used to hit each other in the face. (laughs) And it was real. And we liked it. I feel the generation gap. I understand. I feel it. I understand. I get it. recover back to spirit back to spirit back to the Holy Ghost notes that's a good thing amen I don't even know how I got there it was good I enjoyed it hey God picked us to be on his team. That is how we got there. Thank you. Think about that. God picked us to be on his team. You remember? Used to? You were the one left over. Nicole's going to need mental healing after today, after I bring up these memories. You're the one nobody picked. You're the one. <laughs> that thought was not the Holy Ghost that I just had. Amen. Just because you have a thought in the middle of prayer doesn't mean it's God. Always. Some people like, well, I was praying and I had a thought. That don't mean it's God. That can be your flesh. You can be biased in the middle of a holy situation. Ask Peter. (laughs) All right. Moving on. So the Lord wants us to receive, but think about this. Just what the opportunity is. Think about the opportunity. God invited us to be a part of what he's doing. He invited us to be a part of what he's doing. Now, I want you to think about it just in a worldly sense. Let's say that you had uh, the captain of the team. All right, just, just for those of you that this fits you, go back to high school for a second and you got, you got the popular people and you can say now, now you're all grown up and you realize that's not even important anymore and everything. But remember when you didn't know that. Go back before that, before you figured out that you didn't have to impress important people, right? Go back before that. And all of a sudden, you were wanting to impress people, right? Now, I understand that's a thing of the flesh. But here's the question Is God somebody that you should want to impress? Is God somebody that you should want to honor? Now, see, back, so let's apply that fleshly thinking to this situation and pull the good out of it. And what would you have done when you were wanting to impress somebody? You would have done anything you needed to do, you know, and that's why many times we made stupid statements to people because we were trying to impress them and then we're like you know it's the sitcom thing where everybody's like why in the world did I say that that was stupid that was the worst thing ever and the reason was because inside of you you felt a pressure to impress and so out of that pressure you said something "Ah!" and and you shouldn't opened your mouth but you said something out of that pressure anybody ever done that all right but because you're trying to impress somebody now We shouldn't be trying to impress people, but we should be trying to honor God. Now let's apply that to today. Should we still be trying to honor Him? Should we be trying to impress Him for our pride's sake? No. No, we shouldn't be trying to impress Him for our pride's sake, but should we give Him everything? Colossians 3.23, do everything as unto the Lord. Absolutely, we should be trying uh, to do everything that we can do for the kingdom of God and be obedient in that. We should be trying to do all of that. And so if we're going to do that, then let's go all in. Let's not hold back on that. And here's what I want you to see. We're on God's team. If you were trying to honor him, would you do what you have been doing only? Did I hear a groan? Uh, think about that. If we're at, think about this. All right. Here, Mark, you're going to be good today. Stand right up here on the top, top step and turn and face this way and act holy. I want you to see something. Let, and not, I, I know I'm, I made light of it, but I want you to be serious. When we get in front of the judgment seat of Christ, we're going to be judged for what we did right and what we did wrong. When we get in front of him, what do we want to hear? We want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant, which means I, if I'm good in his eyes, I did God things. If I'm faithful, that means that I was continuously faithful. But now, 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 wait a minute, wait, 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 before you jump, jump too far ahead. Good and faithful in whose eyes? The world's eyes? Whose eyes? God's eyes. All right, you can put your hands down. Here. Um, in God's eyes. So now here's the question though. We've already talked about that church is behind, been behind. So what we would call good might be subpar. So we don't need to judge our lives based off of what people have called good. We need to go into that word and see what the word is called good, because that's what Jesus. Jesus is not going to disagree with this. He's going to look for fruitfulness that the word talked about, not that the world talked about. He's going to look: Are you carrying an intimate fellowship with God? Are you winning souls? Are you making disciples? Are you carrying power? Are you, are you walking in supernatural revelation? Are you carrying the fruit of the Spirit? This is biblical fruit. That's good to him. That's biblical fruit. So he's not going to go... Well, how many times did you go to church? It's good that you were obedient to me, but going to church is just a very small fruit. It's very important, and it's not something to be skipped over. And a lot of people have made that mistake. That's why it's not full today. That's why there's empty seats in churches all over the world because people have skipped over that step. They should. That's that's bad. But the issue is that's not the only fruit. And a lot of people have just counted it fruit because they go on Sunday. But they go on Sunday and never let their heart be changed and never let fruitfulness grow in them. The whole reason we're here is for fruitfulness to go up, to receive to out of the abundance to do every good work, which means to produce. That's the whole reason we're here is to produce biblical fruit because pretty much everything else that people count As what they're doing right you could do in heaven better but we're here to reap a harvest of souls and disciples and we do it better as we yield ourselves to God and grow in the biblical fruit so we're not here to check a box I went to church on Sunday I got a spiritual family we're not here to hear a good message and my thinking goes higher we are here to grow in all of that For one end result, to produce more fruit. To produce fruit, amen. So when we step in front of Jesus, it's not going to be, well, did you you feel holy that day? Did you go to church all your life? No, it's going to be, did you have fruit that remains? Did you have fruit that remains? This becomes very, very important. Because I want you to think about it. Uh, See... This is one thing that I want you to see. How many people have ever walked in here and seen empty seats? Yeah, all of us. All of us. How many of us, and, and do not raise your hand, how many of us have made it our mission to fill those seats at all costs? I'm not saying just fill seats for filling seats purpose. I'm saying we've been more focused on getting the fruit of winning souls and making disciples than we are, are we more concerned with that or getting the paycheck? What are we more concerned with? Let me ask you this. Standing in front of him, what should we be more concerned with? What we took home on the paycheck or what we did for the kingdom? Which which is going to be more important in front of him? So there's this moment of becoming real and stop looking at all the stuff the world has told you to make important. Those things are important on one level, but it is not important like it is to God. To God, there's a different scale. And that scale is in that word. And we're busy about all these things. Remember that the Bible tells us very clearly the deceitfulness of riches, the care, this world choke out what? The fruit. It chokes the seed so it won't produce fruit. And the devil has done a really good job about getting us all wrapped around the axle of worldly fruit so that we miss heavenly fruit. If I think about this look. I want you to see something. If everybody in here Simply brought one person to church in the next month, and they stayed. You're talking about having to pull out new chairs. You, keep keep our ushers busy. They're not doing anything. Look, they're just sitting right now. <laughs> just right now. Keep them busy. <laughs> I don't know why y'all let them sit around. Like, make them go get some chairs or something. No, I'm kidding. Our ushers do a great job. Y'all get, y'all get commendations from great men of God all over the world that see what y'all do. Y'all yeah, ushers do a great job. Thank you. Amen. Yeah, amen. They do. They're servants. So we need to back down and, and really examine ourselves, and this is something the Lord led us to years ago. It and it's become just a staple in our spiritual walk, and that is... I really don't care what the world calls. See, most people call success just having a full church. And it's important to, listen, we're not called to preach deceits. We're not called to minister deceits. Who in here is called to minister to a chair? No, just because we got chairs don't mean nothing. No, we're called to make disciples of people. Win souls and make disciples of people. So, let's get about it. Let's duplicate ourselves. Let's make disciples everywhere we go. The truth is, has this been on the forefront of our minds or have other things been on the forefront? Sure. The other things have been on the forefront. It's part of what's been holding us back. Not just boomerang, but the church as a whole. Because we've not examined what we're going to find when we stand in front of Jesus. Now just think about this. Go back to it. As he's continuing to stand there, I want you to think. God chose you to be on his team. Did he choose you to be the person who always, you know, gets out and kick ball? Who always hits fouls? Or did he call, did he call you to be the person who kicks the home run? Well, I can't, I've never been able to kick a home run. But with Jesus, you can, praise God. With Jesus, you got a chance. He's got a grace. Yeah, there's hope. There's hope. Thank the Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Mark. Let me tell you all a story. Early on in our marriage. (laughs) 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 Praise God, God picks us for his team. But there's grace to do things that you can't do on your own. But early on in our marriage, uh, we were, somebody gave us a cruise. Uh, I think it was my parents, I think, gave us a cruise. And uh, yeah, it was the first cruise we've ever been on, and it was, it was really good and really nice. And uh, we decided, you know, you're going to do the excursions. And so we were at Cozumel, and uh, I decided, let's, Cozumel's an island. And I heard that on the backside of the island is some awesome scenery and everything. I said, let's rent some scooters. And uh, we'll drive around the backside of the island. Now, um, Nicole very quickly said, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I was like, no, nah, we need to do this. She said, no, nah, I don't want to do that. And I didn't know what she was dealing with, and but I found out directly. And um, <laughs> she said, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I said, yeah, let's do it. And so, I, you know, we paid like $150 to rent these scooters for four hours. And uh, it, was, it was everything we had. I mean, it was It was a lot. And um, you know, you're you're dealing with people that they're surviving off of that stuff. And um anyway, or at least you think that they probably made more money than we did at that point. And um, we get off of the we get off and we rent these two scooters and I said, No, we need to do this. We need to go to the back. And and we did eventually get to the back, and it was awesome and it was beautiful. But we rented these two scooters and you, you gotta back up a little bit because Nicole's mom and dad, you know, and and they might be watching. Hey. And um they uh uh they didn't make her go play sports and and learn, you know, skills like s- standing up straight and physics and things like that, you know, things you learn when you when you fall down playing soccer and football and how to fall and things like that, and um, how to s- stay erect and uh, stand up straight. You know, she didn't learn stuff like that. And um, so, and I didn't know that yet. I was learning that, but I didn't really know because we were still early married, and we rented two two scooters. And <laughs> you see where this is going. And uh, she got on and like, before we even started, like, she's moving to tears, I'm like, that's just fear, you know, we're just gonna work the fear out, you know, and let's get these scooters, and, and, you know, really good husband stuff, and uh, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, she's gonna, you know, I was raised in the family, that's like, you can do this, and even if you don't know how, you just apply yourself, and you'll figure it out, and it'll be awesome, and I'm you're going to do this, and you're going to get it. And it's, and I'm thinking, I, you know, in my head, I have visions of on the backside of Cosmelo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we're just buzzing, <laughs> you know, on our scooters. And I'm just, it's going to be awesome. And, uh, and she's going to be like, look at me, how good I did and everything like this. And I was like, no, nah, you'll be fine. She was like, and... <laughs> Think, the wife that the Lord has given me, what a blessing. She And she's like scared out of her mind, fearful out of her mind. But she goes, okay, you know, like I hit, I hit the gas, you know, I'm like, meow, meow, you know, like this. And I'm, I'm looking and I see, I look back just for a second to see her hit the gas for the first time. And it was like this. And I was like, oh, dear God. Oh, God. We made it like 50 feet. And 30 of that was sideways. And I don't know how she stayed up straight. And I was like, no. (laughs) Miss Nancy. (laughs) Miss Nancy said, that's me. And all of a sudden, I'm like, no, no, no. I was like. Let's take this back. You can ride with me. Like, I don't want a funeral on the backside of Cozumel. We won't make it to the backside of Cozumel. We're not going to make it 60 feet. I'm like, please, can we have our money back for the other scooter? The dude's like, nope. <laughs> You're making me feel my mistake. Thanks, scooter dude. And uh, so, anyway, she got on the back of the scooter with me. She was not skilled in this area. Now, what we didn't know then was that God gives us grace. And, you know, it's all Nicole's fault because she could have tapped into that grace but didn't. (laughs) The point is, do you know how to produce all of that fruit in front of Jesus? (laughs) She said, no, I can't even drive straight. Do you have all that it takes Do you have everything that you need to know and and all of the stuff to stand in front of Jesus and have him say, well done, good and faithful servant, by yourself? Absolutely not. But God chose us on this team. But he chose us on this team. And he says this, I've already blessed you with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. And and Peter, it says, I've already granted to you. Everything, say it with me, everything pertaining to life and godliness. And He's made us partakers of His divine nature. Unlike Nicole, who was a part, not a partaker of my physics nature, God has made us partakers of His divine nature. Had she known that then, we might have had a different story. But we we didn't because we we were ignorant of that now. But I'm not letting you leave here today and be ignorant of that. You can stand in front of Jesus. You can stand in front of Jesus. And you can say, Lord, I desire to produce fruit for your kingdom. Now, I want you to see this. Right now, today, I desire to produce fruit For your kingdom. Close your eyes. Lord I desire. To produce fruit. For your kingdom. I can tell you the Lord looking down says. You don't even know what you're asking. You don't even know what's in front of you. But here's what he's also saying. But I do. And I have empowered you to do every bit of it. And I'll give you the strength. And the supernatural favor and grace to fill you and overflow you and when you're standing in front when you're standing in front of the person to lead to the Lord I'll give you the words and when you're standing in front of somebody and and you're called to make disciples and they start asking you questions you don't know I'll start bringing scripture up to you I'll start bringing it to your mind and that seems seemingly out of nowhere the scripture will come up and it'll come up to you you'll hear pastor Brian preaching it you'll hear you'll hear somebody You'll hear that scripture come up inside your spirit. And it'll be the perfect scripture that you needed. You will have skill. You will have wisdom. You will have the grace and the divine nature of God operating through you for all godliness and all the fullness of life. Who's that for? Who's it for? Anybody that'll take hold of it. See, God hasn't left us empty handed. He chose us to be on this team, but He also gave us tools. He gave us strengths. He gave us a way to walk it out. Wouldn't it be unjust for Jesus to, to sit up there judging us for something we couldn't do in the first place? Praise God. Jesus is not going to judge Nicole for driving that scooter. Praise God. Praise God. But see, He he doesn't judge us over things that He's left us empty-handed over. He doesn't judge us over those things. He doesn't judge us. No, He says, look, I'm going to give you a goal. And the goal is fruit. Winning souls, making disciples, having a fellowship with God, supernatural power, supernatural wisdom and revelation, the fruit of the Spirit, He doesn't leave us empty handed. He fills us with fruitfulness and goals and building His kingdom and He gives us everything that we need to get there. 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 Everything. Everything that we need to get there. Everything everything that that we need to get there. Everything. How do you have success? Pastor, I can tell you because I found this truth out a long time ago and I just decided if he tells me to step into something, I'm going to step into it whether I know what I'm doing or not. His work, at thy word. Remember, throwing nets on the other side. We've been fishing all night. It ain't been working. But at thy word, at thy word, you can't walk on water, but at your word, he steps out of the boat at your word he was fully persuaded fully convinced at your word at your word do I have any people in here that God's given a word to that God's called you and put put you on his team he's called you to have fruit you're going to stand in front of Jesus and he's given you a word that you can receive well done, good and faithful servant. Do you see that? Do you understand that when he said that you can have well done, good and faithful servant, do you know that when he said that, in that word was all provision to be that? Yes. To have well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful servant to carry all of the things of the Lord no matter what it looks like no matter how it feels like no matter what kind of family you were raised in no matter when you came to the Lord no matter what your age is He's given you everything pertaining to life and godliness and you can receive well done, good and faithful servant close your eyes for a second grab a hold of that, make it yours God gave you the potential and every person that would ever read His Word the potential to receive well done, good and faithful servant. Every single one. Every single one. The question is, will it be you? Will you grab a hold of it by faith and be who He's called you to be? Or will you let the world keep telling you? The world keep telling you that you're no good. Forget about what the world's called you, tell, told you, what names it's trying to stamp you with. That's not who you are in Christ. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. You are of His divine nature. And you will receive in the name of Jesus, if you'll receive it, you will receive. Well done, good and faithful servant. Well done! I want you to purpose yourself this week. Look up at me. I want you to purpose yourself this week. Lord, I'm going to pray for somebody this week. And when I pray, whether I feel it physically or not, when I pray, I believe the power of God is going to release into their lives. The power of God is going to release into their lives. I'm going to pray for somebody this week. Lord, it's not going to just be me doing the praying, but you're going to be with me and in it, and you're going to release it, and it's going to be awesome. Lord, I'm going to pray for somebody, and the power of God's going to release into their life. It could be over a number of things. But this week, Lord, I'm going to be your disciple. You're going to show me what to do. I'm going to follow. I'm going to discipline my beliefs and my thoughts after you. See, this is the issue is a lot of us want to claim the title disciple but he's asking us to actually be the hands and feet of of Christ and we don't remember the last time we prayed for somebody. Now this church is very active in praying for people and leading people to the Lord, but even we can rise up a level. We can take it up a level. We can be who God's called us to be, but the issue is we haven't believed that we could be the hands and feet. We think the pastor's got to do it. We think everybody else, the life group believers' got to do it. We think everybody else got to do it but us. No, you are called, and you have a destiny, and you have a vision of God and a commission of God to be the hands and feet no matter what you see or how you feel, where you came from, and you can pray with people. Don't try to force it. Now, here's the thing. Don't try to become a big name by the anointing. This is how you can mess it up, and this is where a lot of people mess it up. They know that there's an anointing. I've done this. I've been meditating on this recently. I've done this in the past where I started to know that I flowed in an anointing. And then I was like, let me show somebody how powerful I am and let me pray with them, right? And what I'm trying to do, I might be trying to get them to come to my church or might be getting to show what I'm carrying or something so they'll listen to me more. Don't do any of that. Don't do any of that. You know, I stopped doing that a long time ago, but don't, don't do that, right? Just get the love of God to them. Lord, Lord, just bless them right now. Bless them right now. If you'll be concerned about God's business, God will take care of yours. Matthew 6, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Lord, let that anointing flow in Jesus' name. Let your anointing flow in the name of Jesus. I want you to see some. See, I don't have to prove the power of God. God's power will prove itself. I don't have to take the heart that I have to utilize this to prove something. Yes, God will do that, but it's not my job nor responsibility to prove it. It, My job is to release it. God will prove it. My job is simply to release it as a child and a servant of God. God will do his own proving. God works with the Word. God works with the Word. It's not not just me working with the Word and I've got to prove it. No, God will prove those things. See, this is the heart that we need to take into this world because if we don't have these things right, then what's going to happen is this time and this age will just pass us by and we'll look back and say, gosh, I wish I did more. And if you don't do it here, when you're standing in front of Him, you certainly will. Lord, I wish I'd have done more. I wish I'd have made Your kingdom more precious and more of a priority than anything else. God is calling you to this place. God's calling you to be a receiver of his love. Two parts of life. Receive love from God. Part two, give love to God. I give it to him by releasing those things. Thank you, Father. Just, just close your eyes and let's pray for a second. Hope Ask me how much of my message I got to. Not too much. Not the one I had planned yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Just right now. Just in all ease. Just receive everything the Lord has for you. Glory to God. Just pray this with me. Pray it from your heart. You don't have to repeat it right after me. Just Head this direction in your heart and say to the Lord what you need to. Lord, I, w- I want you to use me. Use me, Lord. Here I am. Send me. I want you to see, and this was where the message was going, but it didn't fully, is that that happens, that happens through righteousness. Righteousness is the scepter of the kingdom. Hebrews 1.8 Righteousness You're right standing with God The only thing you did To get right standing with God Is to believe by faith That Jesus paid the price To make you right Jesus paid the price To make you right And when you believe that by faith You're made Righteous And in his righteousness, you have the ability to walk like Christ. So when you say, here I am, Lord, use me, you're not talking about what your flesh wants to do or who your flesh man is. You're talking about who you are in the spirit. 2 Corinthians 5.21 God has made us by faith, we know. God has made us by faith. A righteousness of God in Christ the righteousness of God in Him God has made us right and in those rights we can operate like Jesus did we didn't do it for ourselves we just believed it Lord I believe here I am Lord use me but I won't be used by my physical work and my physical thoughts I'll be used out of righteousness that you made me. By faith I'm righteous, gives me rights in you, and I'll operate out of that place. I just receive right now. So Lord, use me. Lord, I want to be used by you. See, if you'll set your heart to give, if you'll set your heart to give your life to be used, God will give seed to the sower. Lord, I want to be used by you. The issue is many of us have not taken enough time in our giving to purpose our hearts. When's the last time you stopped and you actually took time to pray and purpose your heart on your sowing, on your giving financial stuff? See, that's that's where most people don't have seed, is they haven't purposed and been intentional to be a sower. If they would take time to say, Lord, I want to be a sower, I want to be a sower. I'm taking time because I'm purposing my heart, I'm making sure I'm turning my heart to be a sower. They would have financial seed for that because he said he gives seed to the sower. So if we don't have seed, is that we've, we've not purposed in our heart to be a sower? Well, here's the other thing if we don't have fruit of the kingdom, we haven't purposed to give ourselves as seed into the world. If we'll purpose ourselves, Lord, I want to be used by you, I want to pray for people. And see them healed. I want to lead people to the Lord. I want to make disciples. Lord, I purpose myself, I purpose myself to be used by you. God will give seed to the sower. He'll open up opportunity and anointing to you you would not have had otherwise. He'll open it up. So I'm looking today for the the people that'll say, Lord, I want to be used by you for real. Like from this day forward, I'll never go backwards. In my usefulness of you. I'll never go backwards. It's going to a level. I want to be used by you. I don't want to be shy about it. I don't want to be fearful of it. I want to be used by you. I want to be used by you. Yeah. So Come here, Lisa. So Both of you. Come here, Austin. Lord, I want to be used by you. I want to be used by you. In Jesus' name. Lord, I want to be used by you. Come here, Miss Patty G. Lord, I want to be used by you. I won't be held back any longer. Lord, I want to be used by you. I want to be used by you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I want to be used by you. Lord, use her in Jesus' name. Come here, CJ. Come here, Julie. Come here, Ashley. Lord, I want to be used by you. I want to be used by you. Just receive that anointing right now. You purpose in your heart to be a sower of those things. He purposes in his heart to give you the seed and the anointing in the name of Jesus. Feel her. Lord, you're filling her. You're overflowing her. In Jesus' name. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Lord, she wants to be used by you. Use her, Lord. Lord, I want to be used by you. Lord, use her. Use her, use her in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. subrani karabos Mayne Lord, purpose, purpose in your heart, Lord, to give her the seed of your anointing and wisdom to be used by you. In Jesus' name. Lord, use her. Use her. Right here on the streets. Right here, Lord. In her own town. Use her, Lord. Show her what to do. Ha, ha, her destiny and her purpose starts right here right here in jesus name everywhere she goes every place the foot of her the sole of her foot treads use her in the name of Jesus thank you father Yapo. Use them. Lord, I want to be used by you. Don't don't watch the ministry. Close your eyes and, and talk with the Lord. You receive, you purpose your heart. Lord, thank you, Father. I want to be used by you. Lord's talking to you right now. Hani Lord, I want to be used by you. Lord, release that anointing. And when I pray over you, there's going to be a freedom that comes to you. There's going to be a freedom that comes to you. You can keep your eyes closed. Just keep receiving. There's going to be a freedom. Now, don't you pick up those weights anymore. You've gotten freedom. I see. I see it as I stepped in front of you. You've gone back home. You picked up the worry and the concern. Don't do that. <laughs> you picked it up because you, you've had to in the past defend yourself, and, and the devil's taught you that that's the way it's going to happen. No, you have a defender. You have a defender. <laughs> you have a kinsman redeemer who is your defe- defender, your protector. <laughs> now, in the name of Jesus, freedom come now. Never, never to be not had again. In Jesus' name. Use her, Lord. Use her. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I want to be used by you. Again, don't watch me. Take time with the Lord. This is your time with the Lord. Whether you're watching online or sitting in the seat. Lord, and listen, I hear it right now. The Lord saying, many of, many of you, You've been needing to take time with me. You haven't been doing it. You need to stop. Take time with me. Say, You need to stop. Take time with me. You need to stop. Take time with me. Stop trying to solve it by your own means. You need to stop. Take time with me. In him you live and move and have your being. You don't escape the valley of the shadow of death outside of him. Oh, no you need to stop and take time with me many things will try to pull on you in your 20's in your 30's many things of the world will try to take time from you make, make themselves appear important but there's one thing that's important think Mary and Martha one thing is needful one thing sit at the feet of Jesus the more you make that important now the more the rest of your life will be blessed and overflowing because you prioritize the right things at the right times. In Jesus' name. Lord, use them. Use them in the name of Jesus. Purpose yourself to make him a priority. Study that word. I just hear it specifically for you. Make sure you're doing that Bible reading, the daily reading the Bible through a year, do it, meditate on it. That's for you. He wants you specifically. He's telling me to tell you specifically, make sure that you're doing that. Make sure that you're doing that. Hope it ain't a off. Bless him, Lord, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Same thing I was saying, don't pick it back up. <laughs> don't, don't pick it back up. You're not anointed to pick it back up. <laughs> Are you? Me either. <laughs> if I had to do that, it would stink. Oh, <laughs> karamoso. But you are anointed to take him by the hand and let him lead you into all joy, into all faithfulness, into all hope, joy, confidence, and expectation. Take him. Embrace him. Embrace his ways. Hear this, Hear this now. Embrace his hope. Embrace that joyful, confident expectation. Embrace that. Make His hope, who is hope. He's the God of hope. Make His hope who you are. And watch what will happen. Make His hope your hope. Lord, I want to be used by you. Lord, I want to be used by you. I want to be used by you, Lord. You know, funny thing about being used by the Lord is when you start being, being used by the Lord your problems tend to melt away. Most people have more problems because they're not concerned about the Lord's stuff. If they get concerned about the Lord's stuff, right, if they get concerned about the Lord's stuff, their problems, handled. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added. Fresh, refreshing breath of God in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. If burning inside of you is, Lord, I want to be used by you. Now hear me. Burning inside of you, Lord, I want to be used by you. I invite you to come up right now. If, if it's just kind of or not really, then don't. But if it's burning inside of you, I want you to come up. Lord, I want to be used by you. Lord, use her in Jesus' name. What <laughs> Lord, it's burning inside me. I want to be used by you in all the fullness. I want to be used by you. Get one line across the front. Hey, dude. Don't do that. Anybody ever tell you not do that? That's what my dad used to tell me all the time Like everybody tell you not do that <laughs> we're at right here okay yeah thank you father turn this way Lord let your anointing right now set it back in place any muscles that were damaged be healed in the name of Jesus there's that anointing right there Thank you, for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, thank you for your love made manifest now in Jesus' name. Supernatural healing and restoration be. And thank you, Father. Use them in every way. Use them in every way. In the name of Jesus. Use them in every way. In the name of Jesus. In the name. Thank you for your anointing, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Just keep receiving. Thank you, Lord. Lord use her in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your anointing now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now Mark's Mark's behind you. Mark's behind you. Well I want you to do I know you may or may not feel like falling. I'm not I'm not talking about that. I know you're a little tipsy, but the issue is I want you just to yield to God in a motion, kind of like your motion is a statement. Lord, I yield to you. And just let that anointing continue to work on you while you're on the ground, okay? Got it? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus oh so freine kebe ha karni hede lord i want to be used by you is that the cry of your heart lord i want to be used by you in jesus name stay the ke de ha laboso <laughs> halaboso bol e ste ke na massa atane de karado tororoso so hana abo ophedin karo ste in jesus name yeah right now lord bring her wisdom and anointing And your words, in Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Lord, I want to be used by you. Lord, I want to be used by you. Lord, I want to be used by you. Lord, take it up a notch. Let him see clearly even more of what he is to do for you. Thank you, Father. Now, don't take this and start trying to figure it out. Let him bring it to you. Lord, I want to be used by you. Lord, I want to be used by you. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Oh, Lord, I want to be used by you. Thank you, Father. Lord, I want to be used by you. Lord, I want to be used by you. Yeah. Ha ha ha. So I see some of that old thoughts that why would he use me when he could use Brian? I see that melting away now. Why would I don't need to say anything? No, no, he won't say things different through you. Than he would through me. I could never say what you would say to some people. And you have your own calling and your own anointing. Yeah, it's similar, and yeah, we're married. But there's a different calling. There's a place where I need your voice. And I'm going to grant you a supernatural power and strength to make it happen. Ha ha tinterable. And even where you felt inadequate, 2 Corinthians 3, I've made you adequate. I've made you adequate. Jesus' name. Ha ha to pre ha bosobo. Phil, will you come here? Sotero, Marcus, will you come here? Harakara ati e de esto. Sotoro so. Phil here. Marcus right there. Haha moho pre mete. Hani ede koosaramasa. Dani e karabose. But yeah. Right now, Lord. Anointing that you're flowing in, Father. Lord, let it come into his life. Let him be used by you. In Jesus' name. I see you praying over people. I see an anointing coming on you. And right now, come against every bit of that drainage and sinuses. Come against every bit of it. So that you can be well equipped, well equipped to do every good work. da karamosabo. Hani ofra isho ofrani ista ishta sa Hana Kama opreniki. Lord, use them. Use them in the name of Jesus. Body, in the name. Be well in Jesus' name. Yeah, bring about plans and purposes and the pursuits that you will give them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Clear it up in every way. Every bit clear. In the name of Jesus. Every bit, every sinus, every bit, every bit of clogged in Jesus' name. No more allergies in the name of Jesus. Good sleep. Good sleep. Thank you, Father. Just raise your hand. I know by the Spirit You want to be used by God I don't know why you didn't come up But I know (laughs) You may have a reason for it But I know you want to be used by God And the Lord said to pray over it Lord I want you to use them In Jesus name I, I command In the name of Jesus Be used by God Lord let your anointing Pour over his life in the name of Jesus. From the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Fill him and overflow him with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire in the name of Jesus. Uh, there it is. There kamiataraboso. Fill them up and overflow them now in the name of Jesus. Supernatural strength, supernatural anointing now in Jesus' name. From the top of his head to the soles of his feet, let it shoot down in him and all through him in the name of Jesus you got any words to describe what you just felt? ha! <laughs> you felt it though didn't you? Body how would you describe it if you had to? Good <laughs> That's that's pretty good description. You said you could. not <laughs> thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Hallelujah! Raise your hands high. The am going to have you reaching for new heights, reaching for new things. Heights that you couldn't even perceive of years ago. You're just beginning to now. I want to be used by you, Lord. My heart hungers to be used by you. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, I hunger for you. I hunger for you. If you want to be used by God, you keep getting a hunger. Let that hunger grow. Thank you, Father. Lord, I want to be used by you. I want to be used by you. I want to be used by you. All right? Then be used. Okay? Then when he says something, just do that. Good plan. I want to be used by you. Hey, they be used by you. Now, just when he tells you something to do, just do it. A lot of being used by God is being in the right position. Being in the right position. A lot of times he's telling us to get in the right position and we're just not listening. So 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 branda carbo sovani austava suvrukum sobnakaniada sadivastobra hatanakarste terke kekostom rabani bo prokorum oso homren kosinka daniata obla baniasati kere vromas kobatsy he so right now all this all this all this that you've seen and felt all that you've seen and felt is quickly coming to an end and as you come out clarity is coming to you like you've never seen before and you'll be used by the Lord. You'll be used by the Lord. You're going to be used by the Lord. You're going to be used by Him like never before. You're going to be used by Him like never before. And I see a hunger coming on you if you'll yield to it. A hunger coming on you like many, very few men have felt. Many have longed for or desired, but not really. I see a hunger coming on you that is all actually a help of God. To help you be hungry for him and to go after him like very few have ever gone after. Thank you, Father, for that hunger now. We praise you for it now. But as you come out of this, ha ha, see, I want you to see the devil's tried to put a damper on things. Try to put, pull, I see it, I see it like you pull a gray curtain, a sheer gray curtain in front of you. Not very dense, but enough to just, it's almost like not having the sun for several days. Not having the sun for several, and that's what he tried. But right now, in the anointing of Jesus Christ, that veil is being ripped in two, and the glory of God is shining through like the noonday sun in Jesus' name. And as it steps back, and as it's ripped in two, and the sun of God, the light of God shines in, this new chapter will be one of the greatest you'll ever see in your life. And it's just the beginning. We'll be one of the greatest in Jesus' name. Let them use you. Humble yourself to them in Jesus' name. Oh, thank you. Yeah, new heights, new heights, new heights, new heights. In Jesus' name. Let her be used in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let her be used. Hey, Amen. The Lord brings us to my remembrance. You remember a couple of months ago I said the Lord's seen your heart and He's about to honor you. You remember that? And now look at the testimonies that you've had in the last few weeks. The Lord brought it to pass. Thank you, Father. So, you just keep that same heart. Lord, use her. Use her to a greater and mighty way. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Just lift your hands.
1: Use
0: her, Lord. Yeah, amen. I see that, Lord. I see that You just be obedient to what the Lord shows you And stop being obedient to the flesh and friends From school and uh, elsewhere Be obedient to the Lord You'll be blessed You'll be blessed You'll be blessed God's got a plan for you I'm not going to tell it to you now God's got a plan for you And I just saw it And it's great And it's mighty (laughs) Ha ha He told me not to tell you just yet But here's what he told me to tell you. So listen to this part, because it's key. You just do what the Lord tells you. Say no to the flesh, no to worldly friends. Amen. (laughs) Use your Lord. Just say, Lord... I yield to you and your goodness and your love not to myself but to you in Jesus' name. User Lord, user, 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 in Jesus' name, user. Halobing, halobing, paramokarbo, dadamokurboti, so arabosa. In Jesus' name. Anointing of God, thank you, Father. So anointing of God, fall down on her life in Jesus' name. From top of her head to the soles of her feet, shooting out her hands, the glory and your might in Jesus' name. bahado, oh, bahado be. Glory to God. Oh, but she's called meao. Thank you Lord Freedom be now In the name of Jesus Freedom be In Jesus name Peace 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 In Jesus name laughing at it we might as well too <laughs> User, Lord in Jesus name <laughs> don't mean a thing to him because it's so easy to him I just see him like this <laughs> nothing to him Beak. you remember that in the middle of the week <laughs> in Jesus name user 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 danda do prop she said okay got it so to remove me ha mo ko bo user yeah data can it aid data mo so baloka made a color in order to get his thinking out of you then you got to get your thinking out of you in order to get his thinking to you through you and out of you get your thinking out of the way let him just think for you hey Mesa, you don't have to figure it out just yield yield to him and watch what he does oh glory oh glory said oh, oh glory oh glory oh glory oh glory he's about to do it oh glory oh glory oh also Oh, glory. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. Say it banker of Do it. Glory. That I'm on a boat that it be carabosi. Father Bosco. Oh, glory. They're multiplying. Super in the corpus of Bosa. What you hear for? Okay, well, he wants to help you do that. Isn't that nice? That. What a quinkity. Gosh, he loves you. Now just say, Lord, I receive your love. I know that's who you are, and I know that I receive it. In Jesus' name. Yeah, thank you, Lord, for that love right now. In the name of Jesus, put your hands on your heart. So, but also, raise them up a little bit higher. There you go, right here. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Lord, we receive your anointing. Let it be used by you. Let it be simple. Let it be clear and not confuse you. Confusing. But let all the confusion go away in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, right now. Hallelujah. Now, right now. So let it be used by you. Let it be used by you. in a a to 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 Don't fall into trying to try impress people. Impress God. Not from pride, but out of obedience and willingness. And you'll eat the good of the land. You'll be right where you need to be. Have everything you need. Let your anointing fall right now on these two. In Jesus' name. Let your anointing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let them be used by you. Let them be used by you. Let them be used by you. Soho bromo. Son, stop taking a big weight on small things. The it's not your weight, not yours.. Stop taking a, a big weight on small things. I don't even they're hardly even noticeable to me. I handle them just for you, but they're nothing for me. Stop taking a weight. A big weight on small things. Just release it now. Just say it. Say, Lord, I release it. I don't have to figure that out. I don't have to figure out my own desires, my own pleasures. You've got all that figured out. I just yield in you. In him, I take take you by the hand. In him, I take you by the hand. In Jesus' name. Things are about to get simpler. Simpler. In Jesus' name. Lord, use her. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Use her. Thank you, Father. Now, I'll give you a little instruction. I want you to see something. Now, here's something. Years ago, years ago, You can take the music down, thank you. Years ago, nobody'd come up for prayer. Nobody'd come up for prayer. Okay? Um, Nobody would. And I would pray for times when people would come up for prayer the way that y'all come up for prayer now. But the issue is, you can get into the habit of that becomes your injection. It's like I'm coming to Sunday morning to get my shot of the Holy Ghost. The issue is, you need to receive like this. Every day of the week. When I'm not there, when you haven't heard a word preached to you, you meditate on the word Lord, I receive it right now. I receive your anointing right now. I receive it before I go out the door. I receive it while I'm driving down the road, not like Nicole. I receive it. I receive it everywhere I go. Right, I receive it everywhere I go. I receive your anointing. I receive your wisdom. I receive that. I receive that. I receive that. Now, there's nothing wrong with you getting impartation. I don't want to quench that. But there is something that happens when you start receiving well. It won't be that you need an injection every Sunday morning of impartation from the pastor, although that's not a bad thing. So don't be like, well, if I go up there, I'm bad because I'm getting prayer. That's not it at all. I'm just telling you, I sense from the Holy Spirit. You need to, we all need to receive as we go. As we go. As we go. You remember the 10 lepers? And it said, and as they went, they were healed, right? As they went. So they received the word of God, but then as they went into the world, that's when the healing and the anointing came on them, as they went. And so as we go, With a word that we have a right to have that anointing come to us all the time. So I can, as I go, I I should receive an anointing. Every step, I receive an anointing. Every step, I receive that anointing. Why? Because I'm a minister of God. You're a minister of God. Every believer is a minister of his gospel. And as you go, you can receive that anointing. So, purpose yourself to receive. This is part of why I've been preaching about receiving is we haven't been the best at it. We've got to learn how to take it and not just on Sunday morning. But every day in the shop, in the home, in the car, at our work, everywhere we go we have a right as a child of God to receive that anointing. Walk in that anointing. You know there will be a whole lot less problems to pray about if we receive it as we go. Because that anointing will handle it before it becomes a problem. We got to receive. You take it. You take it. Take that promise of God. Take that blessing and that anointing of God. Don't wait till Sunday to get it. You got it every day of the week. Take it by faith. I believe I have received. Amen. Glory to God. Do I have any receivers in the house? Yeah. Do I have any receivers in the house? Yeah. I have anybody that's excited? See, if you believe what I just said, that means your week's going to be better than it was last week. And the week after that's going to be better. And something will rise up inside of you and be like, glory to God, it is going to get better. Amen. Amen. Yeah, dodgeball.
1: How many of you are ready to hit the devil in the face this week? Amen. Come on. This is going to be a victorious week. Amen. Amen. You're walking into the best week you've ever had because of what you received today, and not just today, but what you're receiving tomorrow and as you go. Amen. Do you receive that? Oh, it's going to be a good week. Amen. Amen. Well, I have some announcements for you. Uh, we have youth tonight at 4 o'clock. It's going to be awesome. If you're a youth between uh, 6th and 12th grade, we want to invite you to be here tonight. It's going to be phenomenal. We also want to let you know that Impact is Tuesday. We're going through the Believer's Authority. And I'm telling you, well, at least uh, years 1 and 2 is going through the Believer's Authority. And that's been awesome. What, what, what are you guys going through? Principles of faith? Principles of leadership? And has it been Awesome. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, Impact is awesome. If you want to uh, even just sit in on a class, let us know because you will not want to miss Impact. Uh, It's it's like a whole different thing in and of itself. Like this past week at Impact, there was like people on the floor all over the place before Impact even started, uh, in in a good way. Uh, You know, the Lord was the Spirit was moving. It, It was awesome. Uh, we have life groups this week. If you're not a part of a life group, reach out to a life group leader. If you don't know who the life group leaders are, just come talk to me, and I'll point you in that direction. Um, we also want to let you know that we will be holding a special offering for the Pregnancy Resource Center. Uh, every year, we huh, yes, amen. Every year we hold this special offering, and it's going to be on uh, it's going to be on Sunday, April 10th. So make mark that in your calendars. Begin praying and seeking the Lord now, God. What do you want me to give? In that offering, because the Pregnancy Resource Center, I'm telling you, they do so many things for this community. They they the, one of the th- primary things that they do is they help uh, people who are abortion minded not be abortion minded. They help guide them through that m- process, and they there's they save so many uh, babies every year, and it's a worthy cause. So much so that we take up an offering every year. Uh, so begin praying, seeking the Lord right now, w- Lord. What do you want me to sow in that special offering? Amen. Uh, Easter egg hunt's coming up April 16th. You have a little flyer. Invite someone to that. Invite someone that you might, that you might know that has kids. Uh, invite them to be a part of that. And, and right after that is our Easter uh, Resurrection Sunday service. It's going to be on April 17th. Invite people to be here for that. You know, there's people that you probably know that come to church uh, once or twice a year. Uh, seek the Lord on, uh, and, and invite them to be a part of that service because that service could change that for them. It could change that mindset for them that they recognize, oh, I need this more than once or twice a year. Amen? And if you want more preaching and teaching like this, we have every single weekday our Lunch Plus broadcast on YouTube. We want to invite you to join us for that. If you don't know how to access it, just grab one of those cards out on the kiosk, and uh, and that'll help give you instruction. All right? But well, we love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Be ready to have the best week of your life. We'll see you guys. Be blessed. Thank you.